Oh my goodness. How y'all doing today? Refeeds unfiltered. Extreme rules post show. As as you can hear, tell, my voice is unenthusiastic. That's how that's how um that's how I feel with this pay-per-view, you know? It was uh, unenthusiastic. But nonetheless, this is your Extreme Rules post-show review. The horror show from July 19th, 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, how are we doing today? If you guys are new to the podcast, I have a YouTube channel. Go now subscribe. Subscribe me on Twitter. I said, subscribe to me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at ReadFeeds. Instagram at ReadFeeds. YouTube at ReadFeeds. Apple Podcasts, if you're not subscribed, at ReadFeeds. Everything I just used my PlayStation username on. I don't know. Pro- Maybe not the smartest thing in the world, but uh. nonetheless, don't know how long I'll be sitting here in this fucking chair for uh for this review. But um, Extreme Rules was a... um. That's exactly what I said in my prediction. It is going to be a dull show. It's going to be a boring show. It's going to be a show that I can pick up and throw in the trash can for the trash people to pick up for a trash day. That's exactly what it was. Now, not every... This whole pay-per-view wasn't bad. The whole thing wasn't bad, but the majority, in my opinion... Of this pay-per-view is bad, but we're going to talk about it, man. We are going to talk about it. A lot of, a lot of like, unanswered questions here. Is Sasha Banks the Raw Women's Champion? Who the hell is the United States Champion? And a lot of people keep saying, who's the Universal Champion? Well, I forgot, like, 40,000 times that it was a non-title match, so Braun Strowman is still the Universal Champion. It was a non-title swamp fight, quote-unquote. It wasn't even a, wasn't much of a fight, but... I do respect, I do respect as a horror fan, I do respect that Friday the 13th spoof, I loved it, I loved it, but a fiend, the fucking fiend came out and grabbed Strowman by the neck, pulled his ass in the water, bro, it was like literally the, the ending of Friday the 13th, or like the ending of like Freddy vs. Jason, it was absolutely great, the ending was great, I loved the ending, cannot show on any of the match, but the match itself if you even want to call it that, was my least favorite of the cinematic matches. And that previously went to uh, Velveteen Dream and Adam Cole, which was more of a match than a cinematic. Like, that, that, like, that, like, street fight was, like, more of, like, it was, like, it was, like, 60% match, 40% cinematic. I liked it. I liked it. I just, I just, you know, felt like it wasn't, you know, the best of, you know, the two that we got before. You know, the Fun House, and the um the funhouse match and the boneyard and the money in the bank that that money in the bank match holy man if you guys watch the amazing race you guys know what I'm talking about they literally spoofed the amazing race it was freaking great Otis won the money in the bank and now um I completely forgot he was money in the bank up until someone said it on Twitter he said do you guys even realize Otis is still money in the bank nope I don't I didn't even realize it. Hacker storyline, where's that at? The Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose storyline, where's that at? Because like now I feel like they're just dragging this shit. They're just dragging it. Now, if it's supposed to last until SummerSlam, and we get a match between Rose and Deville to, you know, maybe 
you know, like a number one contendership later down the line. Okay, cool. But, okay, so just popped in the background. Okay, well, whatever the hell that was. Um, yeah, so a lot of, a lot of like, you know, head scratches here in this pay-per-view. But we're going to go through it all. I don't want to see it too fucking long because, you know, this pay-per-view was, um, wasn't the best. Now, I call for the worst pay-per-view of the year. But then I forgot that, you know, a Saudi pay-per-view happened this year. And every Saudi Arabia pay-per-view is fucking trash. It's it's terrible. Any Saudi show will automatically take the worst spot of the year as long as they keep doing the Saudi shows. Which they can't do now. So, they're just going to tackle more shows to the deal. And now we got to deal with this bullshit. I don't watch the Saudi shows. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it the first fucking 500,000 times. I didn't watch it in February, except for Goldberg and The Fiend, because I wanted to see if, if they was going to pull off some bullshit. Plus, I was in school. You know, I'm just coming back from class, doing this, this, and that. You know, you know, school things. I'm like, you know what, bro? I'm on my break. Let's catch Ray Wyatt versus Goldberg, right? And, yeah, you know, they did exactly what the fuck I expected. Just for Goldberg to walk into WrestleMania, Roman Reigns pulled out, you know. Reigns pulled out of WrestleMania because, you know, his health and his, you know, this, uh, you know, family, uh, I believe he's, uh, expecting, expecting another kid. So, you know, more reasons for Roman Reigns to pull out. And then, you know, Patty WWE being Patty WWE. Pulling him out of, uh, promo packages, video packages, posters, advertisements, you name it. They were being petty as shit, the Roman Reigns. Man, Roman Reigns is over here laughing now, man. Listen, I'm not the biggest fan of Roman Reigns. You know, I I did not like that. I did not like the WrestleMania 34 match. That main event was terrible. I didn't like the WrestleMania 33 match. That shit was terrible. But oh my god. Why didn't they capitalize on this man on the Raw after WrestleMania? When 30,000 people booed this man out of the building. Like as soon as his music hit, everybody chanted Undertaker, Undertaker. Soon as this man's music hit, holy shit, that was the night to turn him heel. That was the night to turn him heel. Man, a bunch of missed opportunities for WWE here. And then when um uh when um Reigns announced that he was going away for treatment, right? They turned they uh turned they uh turned Ambrose heel, right? Right that night it was a fucking fantastic heel turn. And then the feud was just Oh, the feud was just terrible. Their match was terrible at TLC. Even Vince McMahon didn't like it. When Vince McMahon doesn't like your match, you know it's a terrible match. Anyway, man. I'm just pointing out some missed opportunities for all three S.H.I.E.L.D. members, you know? Now, let's get into the nitty-gritty of things. Uh, the pre-show, didn't watch the pre-show, don't give a shit about the pre-show. Kevin Owens versus Buddy Murphy, I assure you it was a good match, I didn't watch it. But, you know, um, I believe Kevin Owens walked away with the victory, you know, Kevin Owens, um, you know, the man responsible for, you know, masking the crowd now, you know. It's funny how a company that was promoting masks, you know, for like the whole coronavirus and woven into the fabric of society bullshit statement, whatever the fuck they were. You know, trying to spew at the fans, right? Fans going first, right? You know, <laughs> bullshit, right? It took Kevin Owens. It took Kevin Owens to talk to management, right? To get masks in the crowd. Now, the whole, like, coronavirus thing, 
that that's another story. We are we are not gonna dive into that, but just know it's a Kevin Owens for these people to finally realize. Oh, you know what, dude? Maybe maybe everybody that's you know in the crowd should you know wear a mask. You know, same thing for AEW because you know that company's full of fucking hypocrites. You know, the most fucking hypocritical fan base ever. Listen, man. Seriously. I don't get the hype for AEW. I, I I truly don't. You know, they, they're, you know, like trying so hard. We're going to be different. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Now, them being different in, involves them not having a creative team, right? Them, uh, you know, counting wins and losses, even though those have quickly not mattered, right? Them putting, uh, them bringing back the FTW championship and bringing it, uh, and putting it on Brian Cage, uh, you know, I different i don't see much of a difference besides the fact that they don't have a creative team and maybe they do need a creative team because i don't know where any of these aw storylines are going i mean i do but like i'm not i'm not interested in any of these aw storylines now i get it wwe is fucking terrible right and wednesday nights are alternative i'm an nxt guy right i'm i watch aw on dvr right i haven't watched the show in about two weeks Maybe three. So, uh, I missed Fight for the Fall. Maybe I'll go back and watch it. But, to me, I don't see the difference between the two. You know, they're trying so hard to be different, this, this, and that. And I'm not seeing it. You know, the company is booked. It seems like by a bunch of uh, cast members by uh, from uh, Saved by the Bell. You know, the Jacksons, Omega, Cody. Jesus Christ, like a high school click booking these shows. I don't know, man. Wrestlers are booking this show. That's all I got to say. Anyway, I'm going to shut up. We are to get to this uh, first match. Uh, New Day versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. I actually got all my predictions damn near right. Every single one of them. Every single one of them, except for Strowman. Strowman actually lost. Or do, or did he win? Or did he lose? I, I'm not sure what the hell happened. I'm pretty sure Strowman won. I don't know. But New Day versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. SmackDown tag team title in a tables match. It was an okay match. Um, You know, the empty arena just really kills everything. You know, the empty performance center just kills everything. Um, But... As long as that company is in Florida and AEW is doing shows in Florida and we all know how bad Florida is, you know, a bunch of incompetent pieces of shit. We won't see fans in those shows anytime soon. So I'm just going to deal with this fucking absolute trash that we're given every uh, Monday, Wednesday and Friday nights, except for Wednesdays because it, it's in, you know, full sale. And speaking of crowds, can somebody tell me why we are micromanaging crowd? Like, I was watching parts of the show, right? And uh, I believe it was during the uh, Sasha Banks and Asuka match. Like, somebody was literally, right? Literally picking, picking with their nails, their fingernails mid-match. I'm like, wow, that person is uninterested in this match. I mean, holy shit, bro. The, how do you micromanage a crowd? Only WWE can manage to do that. How do you micromanage a crowd? Like, the crowd is scripted. Like, the... I'm not sure how to explain it, but in NXT, it, 
it literally doesn't feel like the crowd is there. They're dead silent during these NXT shows. I'm like, dude, listen, take the fucking fans out of here. Just, just let them stay home. Let them be safe. Because they, they're like sitting here for hours on end. Pre-taping, multiple shows, every week. And, and, and they're fucking monotone. They're mute half the damn time. I don't get it. They're mute during these shows, man. The fans... Listen, if you're going to micromanage a crowd, which, you know, shouldn't be happening anyway, how about we actually get them to do what you know, the actual crowd does? You know, little chants, stuff like that, bro. We didn't see any of that shit. You know? The crowd is a big part of these shows. And, of course, you know... You know, they're, they're, they're mute, monotone. I don't know, but, um, you know, okay match. Uh, I'm not sure how long the match went. I'm not, I'm not freaking here to look up times and stuff. Um, I believe it went around 10-ish minutes. Uh, obviously the big thing here is, uh, Kofi tried to go for a, a Hurricane Rana from the, from the top. To the outside on two stack tables. There was two stack tables, right? It was one, the stack tables, one on one on top of the other. He tried, he tried to do a hurricane rana off the top of the turnbuckle, right? Cesaro caught him mid move, hoisted him up, power bombed Kofi through two tables. I'm like, oh shit, okay, I didn't, I didn't expect that. So Nakamura and Cesaro's new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Let's see what they do with it. I think this is just going to lead into a SummerSlam match between the two, and New Day is going to be nine-time champs because that's what's happened during their last three to four reigns. You know, they lose, and then they instantly get it back in the next pay-per-view. Instead of just having them lose on the big pay-per-view and giving the team a good run with it, you know, no, no, we can't do that because it doesn't, you know, it makes too much sense for these people, okay? If you're going to have them lose... Just to give the titles back to him at SummerSlam, which I guarantee you happens. I almost get it. It literally happens every time with this team. They lose on like a shit pay-per-view, right? Just for them to regain it on the big pay-per-view. When it should be the other way around. Right? You have them retained, you know, you build up the feud a little more, and then you have the challengers take on the champions with the challengers winning at SummerSlam. Give them a big dub, even though SummerSlam is in the same arena as WrestleMania, Backlash, Money in the Bank, and fucking Extreme Rules. I don't get it. But Cesaro and Nakamura, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and you know what? I'm kind of excited to see what they do in the, in, in, in the you know empty tag team division. Who the hell are they going to face on SmackDown? I have no clue. There's like, what, two teams on SmackDown, two teams on Raw? Jesus. Another reason to merge the tag team divisions. Another reason. How about you give us the Street Profits versus Cesaro and Nakamura at SummerSlam, and then you merge the divisions. Merge the tag team divisions. There ain't no goddamn division. There ain't no women's division. The women's division is fucking worse. And we'll get into that later. Anyway. Um... Next matchup after this, I believe, was Nikki Cross versus Bailey SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. This one was okay, I guess, as well. The story going into this was Nikki Cross 
um, you know, the self-doubt. She had a lot of self-doubt, you know. Um, she was a little overzealous in her matches, you know, over, you know, doing things. But, you know, caused her to lose matches, you know, as a championship match. My, I think it is like they were treating this like this is Nikki Cross's first championship match ever. I mean, I don't get it. But, I mean... This was an okay match, you know. We all know the storyline here with Sasha Bailey and, you know, you know, the hopefully the inevitable. You know, I mean, with the way it's looking, I'm I'm not so sure. But again, we said this in our preview predictions, you know. But you know, don't want to skip ahead. I don't want to skip ahead. I don't want to skip ahead. So, this match, um, this was an okay match. You know, Bailey Nikki Cross going back and forth. Nikki Cross got a near fall. She hit her finisher two minutes into the match. Bailey kicks out. Um, Sasha has uh, all three titles wrapped around her shoulders and her waist. She has a smackdown with Sasha wrapped around her waist. Keep an eye out on that one. Uh, you know, specifically the smackdown title was on her waist, you know. You know, you know maybe she wants to smackdown. Again, we'll get into it. We're not going to jump ahead so uh the end of this match seen this alexa bliss was on the was on the apron and um i'm sorry i just blanked there for a minute bliss was on the outside of the ring so sasha comes in and distracts the referee with i guess her um with her like little thing that she wears on her uh on her knuckles that says boss. So she used that as a distraction, right? And you know, Nikki Cross, you know, the uh dumb baby face um condition, dumb baby face um syndrome, right? Dumb dumb yeah, dumb baby face syndrome or dumb baby face disease. Not sure, but you know, she fell for that garbage, right? And Bailey took advantage, hit her finisher. I still don't know what that finisher is. That finisher looks fucking terrible. I mean, what is that? I don't know what that is. Um, but it's like a um like ah, uh, what the f what is that called that Ambrose used to do? It's like a headlock driver or something. Not sure. I'm blinking out, but like she does like some type of headlock drivers or finisher. It looks it looks fucking terrible. And she gets the win. So, you know, Sasha Banks distracts Nikki Cross. Bailey takes advantage. She wins the match. Bailey retains the SmackDown Women's Championship. And the third match, which I thought was gonna be the Wyatt and which I thought was gonna be the Bray Wyatt and the um and Strowman match, they advertise it. They cut like a whole video package of the match. I'm like, okay, so we getting this match now. So I was just assuming, um, I was just assuming that, um, that match was coming on next. But what we got here, hold on, I'm on Twitter. We got some breaking news here. Hold on. Raw is being rewritten. Wow. Huh, I mean, are you surprised Monday Night Raw is being rewritten? Hold on, we're actually going to talk about this right now. We're going to we're going to put this on a brief halt. It starts today with the Raw brand. It will take two episodes 
of Raw, one for the night, one for next week. Yep. He said it was supposed to begin at 1 p.m., but WWE did not start on time. The reason for the delay is due to the scripts of the shows having to be rewritten. Apparently, Vince McMahon changed his mind about their original plans for shows. I mean, this happens, like, what, every fucking week now? Huh. I mean, when you put on a fucking pay-per-view, like, extreme rules, right? And you put out trash like that. I'm not surprised that the script is being rewritten. They've only announced one match for the night, which was Randy Orton and Big Show in an unsanctioned match, which is um, just just crazy in itself. I believe they gave Randy Orton his legend, uh, his legend killer gimmick back. Uh, I'm not sure, but um, yeah, Raw is being rewritten due to the absolute trash that we got last night. Um. Raw was at a one, Raw hit the lowest rating in, uh, you know, show history. You know, no surprise to me, right? Uh, 1.5 rating. The main event, nobody's going to watch that main event, let's be honest. Man, things will go to a 1.4. I'm predicting a 1.48 for tonight's role. Right? Hopefully. Huh. Because, like, it, it, it's, it's truly ridiculous how lazy these people have gotten since the uh since the pandemic era of wrestling has started and don't get me wrong don't don't get it twisted either man they've been lazy for a long time now but they have just holy shit they're at a new low with this a new low it is absolutely absurd awful main event uh we're gonna talk about it man we're gonna talk about it what is next i I don't even know. I don't even know what was next on this damn card. Um, I believe it was supposed to be MVP versus Apollo Cruz, and they said that Apollo Cruz was didn't pass his pre-match physical. <laughs> what type of shit is this, man? He didn't pass his pre-match physical, and MVP was awarded with the new United States title. So, so hold on. There's problems with this. Now, if this is like a serious issue, like, you know, like a COVID thing, why didn't they just come out flat and say it was COVID? Well, we all know that numerous people in the company about three weeks ago contracted COVID. Like, why can't it just be straight up? Anyone's got to come up with some lame, some like lame ass excuse. So, no one knows what the hell is going on with Apollo Crews. But if it is what we think it is, then MVP is your new United States champion. If it's not what we think it is and all this is storyline, then this is a big fuck you to Apollo Crews. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't he the United States champion? So why didn't, one, why didn't he get, why didn't he reveal the new United States champion when he was already the United States champion? I'm I I'm not sure what the hell they're doing with MVP, but if this, like I said, if this isn't you no know, a serious thing with Apollo, you know, and you know, if it isn't what we think it is, then holy shit, that's two middle fingers for, that's two middle fingers for Apollo Cruz right there. Holy, it really is. 
I don't know. But MVP, you're a new quote unquote United States champion. Let's see what happens on Monday Night Raw. Hopefully, um I'm hoping this is just storyline and Apollo beats MVP and gets the damn title. The title that he should have never been the title that he should have been given in the first place because he was already the United States champion. What the fuck is wrong with these people, man? I don't understand. Apollo Crews is the United States champion. And here we are with MVP hoisting up the new belt. Not sure, man. Not sure. I need to go look at the card again because I don't even know what match was next. I believe it was... I'm not even sure. Okay, here we go. Hold up. Okay. So, thank God for Bleacher Report. Oh, the eye for an eye. We skipped one, I believe. Oh. Yeah, the eye for an eye came before the Apollo Crews MVP. Oh, who cares? Apollo Crews MVP wasn't even a match. Half these matches weren't fucking matches. I don't care no more. Show sucked. All right, eye for an eye. Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio. This match fucking sucked ass. It sucked a lot of ass. That's all I had to say about it. I mean... I thought they were going to use a CGI eye, you know, from, you know, well, see, that's why I shouldn't believe every fucking report that comes to me, because, you know, I'm a fucking idiot, and, you know, idiots like me, like, believing it, even though I preach, don't believe anything you hear on the internet, and here I am believing that they're doing a CGI eye, I mean, it looks CGI to me, I mean, they use, like, what, a fake, a fake eyeball, I mean, it was, it was, it was cool, but I thought, I thought they were going to take out the eye in, like, a more creative way, you know, like a screwdriver, or, like, maybe, like, you know, like, curb stomp and raise eye into, like, uh, a very sharp object, like, you know, a screwdriver or, like, you know, pliers, you know. Rollins brought pliers to the fucking match and didn't use them to pull out Ray's eye. He used the same shit he did, like, what, four weeks ago to, to his first eye. I mean... I mean, he brought pliers to a match and didn't use them. To pull out the eye. I mean, if Rollins, if he was going to win this match, why did, why did they do the same goddamn spot that they did four weeks ago? At that point, you're giving us a longer segment of what happened four weeks ago. I'm not quite sure, but Ray, Ray comes out from behind. You know, Ray was still not playing. You know, bro, he got an eye to save. So he comes out from behind. All right, Ray and Rollins go back and forth. Um, Rollins actually gets Irish whipped into the corner of the table. Man, I hate, man, those hurt, man. The edges of a table fucking hurt. If if you have ever run into an edge of a table and it's like super sharp, bro, it's hard, man. That damn table is hard. I don't know, but... Rollins' eye, you know, you know, his eye hit the corner of the table, but, you know, it didn't poke out. Um, I mean, there's really not much to say about it. <laughs> there's really not much to say about it. I mean, um, let's see. Um, Rollins tried to use, uh, what, like, like uh, some type of, like, super sharp uh, thing. Like, uh, he grabbed, like, a toolbox. Like, somebody grabbed a toolbox from under the ring, right? And... They're trying to use these objects to, you know, stab out each other's eye, right? And I, w I would have loved to see something like, right? Hear me out, right? Hear me out. If, 
they are promoting this as the horror show, right? How about how about you give us some horror, you know? I would have loved the scene of spot where like Rollins took like a in like like something from that toolbox and just jammed it in his eyeball, right? And then he yanked it out. Dunno. You can use fake blood. You 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 can literally use all the effects you want. I'm not sure why they didn't do that. You know, if I'm promoting something like a horror show, I'm gonna make it look like a horror show. A good one. Not, you know, the you know, cheesy eighties horror movie, you know. I don't know. I I don't know. You know, toolboxes were used, screwdrivers were used. And in the end we get this same still still step spot. And then Rollins saw what he did and was in a shock. So they uh he they did a puke spot which looked absolutely terrible. I mean, at least make it a little bit more realistic. Um, I'm pretty sure the quote fans in the crowd wasn't expecting it, so I mean maybe it shocked them. But me it was like uh, I mean I'm like what the hell am I watching? What is what is this? What am I watching? I'm not sure what I'm watching here. Rollins did all this crap to poke at this man's eye and now he's vomiting after he does it. I'm like, bro, you should be happy. You did like all this and now you're over here blowing chunks. I'm like I mean, come on now. No blood was seen. I'm like, bro, where's the blood at? I mean, he's holding his eyes, eyeballs. I mean, you would think if somebody's eyeball fucking popped out, right? You know, blood would be everywhere, you know, drizzling out of his fucking eye, right? Nope. Nothing like that. You know? They're like, you know, like promoting extreme rules horror show, and, you know, none of his extreme. <laughs> none of this shit's extreme, bro. None, none of this shit is extreme. Horror show, extreme rules. This is fucking terrible. These these gimmick pay-per-views gotta go, man. <laughs> these gimmick pay-per-views gotta go because what I've caught on is like these pay-per-views and it's not just the gimmick pay-per-views. Like some of these shows are built around one match and it's usually the main event. And usually the main event ends up being shit. I, I don't know. don't know. Anyway. Uh, you know, a crappy ending to a crappy match, if you want to call it that. Um, a fight, a fucking, fucking sequence or scene. I'm, I don't know. Anyway, on to what was my favorite match of the night. You know, at least in, I think this was a, a lot of people's favorite match of the freaking night. Uh, Oscar versus Sasha Banks rolling the championship. Raw Women's Championship. This match was good. I love the chemistry between these two. I mean, you literally have, you know, the two best wrestlers on the entire women's division wrestling each other. And Bailey. I mean, I'm I'm not sure where you would rank those three. One, two, or three. But you got the three best all in one ring. Well, it, well not Bailey, because, you know, she's not in the match. But you literally have two of the best. Right? And the entire company. I mean, Jesus Christ. She has this company on her back right now. I mean, Oscar, Sajid Banks, they have this company on their backs. Or their backs hurting. Or, listen. Chiropractor much. Do they need one? I'll call them a chiropractor. Seriously. 
This is insane. The carrying, the carrying of the, bro. Listen, the way Oscar Bailey and Sasha Banks are carrying this company on their freaking backs. I mean, I mean, you better reward Sasha Banks with the goddamn role in the championship. <laughs> I mean, come on. You kidding me? Now, the way it happened was fucking stupid. And we're going to talk about it. But this match was... I was really enjoying this match. I mean, aside from, you know, the botch spot that they could have easily edited out. I mean, I mean, what's up with this company? This is just showing, you know, more of their laziness, right? You know, you know. So, Sasha does the Meteoris buy, right? From, from like, the top. Or, like, the top of the post. Right? Was it the top of the post? Post or turbo? I'm not even sure what it was. It was like top of the post. So she does the meteoric spot and she completely, she doesn't even jump. She just completely slips off of it. She completely slips off the damn turnbuckle. And she's just sitting there holding her freaking knee. Now, I'm pretty sure that shit had, it had to hurt. And like the ref came up and then like Sasha Banks just shoved the ref, screamed in her face. Listen, I thought that was written. that there is there is like no way. I mean, like, sh- I mean, listen, she could have been selling, but to me, when the rep tried to go up and check on Sasha and like Sasha, that looked real to me. I'm not sure. That looked like a real get the fuck out of my face before I punch you. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. You mean to tell me they couldn't edit that out? I mean, aren't these pay-per-views like what a week pre-tape? You mean to tell me you couldn't go back and edit that spot or like have him do the spot again? Ain't nobody in the goddamn crowd. Oh, well, actually, you know what there is now, so maybe they they can't edit certain shit out now. But you know the you know crowds micromanage too, so all they gotta do is like, oh ah, some fucking bullshit like that, you know? Just just pure laziness, and this is the first time they left something in there like that, you know? Um. I believe it was at WrestleMania when uh, Bliss did the Twisted Bliss. He completely missed it. I'm like, what? What is going on? What is happening? I mean, I mean, we all saw the video of them literally, like taking, like stopping the match completely during commercial break. We all, we all know they do that now. But now that there's a quote crowd, we don't know. We don't even know they do that no more. So maybe that's why they left it in. You know, I'm. Not. I'm not sure, but the ending of this match was, uh, <laughs> it was terrible, and it brought down the match by about 50 notches, I'm like, okay, so, let's break this down, right, so, uh, let's, let's break this down the best way I can, so, this is when the match started getting super overproduced, right? Super overproduced. So, like, Bailey comes in, right? It, like, all, like, starts like Bailey. Okay, so, like, Bailey comes in, right? She comes in with, like, the titles. Like, she brings the titles in the ring. She tries to distract the ref, right? She has them both on her shoulders. She's getting ready to hit. She's getting ready to hit Oscar with one of the titles, right? The ref sees, right? Drives both titles. But Oscar, or I'm sorry, Sasha's on the ground, right? She hides one of the damn titles underneath her, right? So, like, Bailey, you know, you know arguing with the referee. And then Sasha gets up, right? Right, with the damn title. Now, she's about to hit Oscar, right? So, like, you know, another, you know, those are bone baby face syndrome, disease, whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? 
So she's about to hit Oscar with the damn title. And all of a sudden, right, the the ref in the ref comes in. She's like, you can't do this. <laughs> the funniest part, the funniest part of this exchange is when the ref loudly said, I'm tired of you. I'm tired of you. <laughs> I found that very funny. I'm tired of you. I'm like, damn, ref. Chill out, man. So then Oscar comes out, got the, you know, green mist gimmick, you know, bam. Blasts the ref with the green mist, right? So, like, there's no ref. There's no ref. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, they couldn't, you know, get another ref on here to count. I mean, so what Bailey does, right, is he takes off the ref's shirt, puts it on, counts to three, and makes the uh, ring keeper ring the bell. Now, before that, Oscar had Sasha in the, uh, the uh, Oscar lock. She's tapping. She's tapping, and then that's when Bailey came into the ring with the titles and did everything, you know, I just explained. So, the ring keeper rings the bell, and the match is over. I'm like, what What the hell am I watching? Why did the good matches get ruined by such a trash ending? Well, not like completely ruined, but it was, it was, it was, man. Those last five minutes were brutal. Brutal. I'm like, holy, man. So, Sasha is unofficially, officially your Raw Miss Champion. So, now they got all the titles. Now, I said this in the predictions. I'm like, listen, if they have all the titles, eventually they would want to, I mean, there's, you know, no opponents. So, how about we uh, have them go one-on-one? -on -one and, you know, eventually have the turn. You know, you know, have Bailey go back to babyface, please. I don't, I do not like heel Bailey. She's terrible at it. Uh, listen, as much as she's trying, she's trying. I give her praise for that. She's trying, but it's just, it's just not working. It's just not working, man. It's just not working. She's not believable. It's not believable. Uh, so whatever we get tonight on Raw, I'm just interested to see what happens with that. Everything else, I couldn't care about. I just couldn't care. That's legit the only thing I've been interested in. Plus the uh, plus the Universal Title stuff, and even that I'm just barely into. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure with this anymore. Uh, yeah. So Sasha is unofficially, officially Roman's champion, and now they have every title in the women's division. So what match do you do? Sasha Bailey at SummerSlam. Got to title versus title. Ain't no winner take all garbage. No, 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 no. Ain't no winner take all. Merge the women's division. Please. <sighs> Please. You don't understand the amount of fresh matches we could get with the merging of the divisions. You know, matches we haven't seen in God, like, ever or, like, a long time. Please. I mean, NXT women's division is freaking, you know, they don't have two women's titles. It's the best freaking women's division in all the wrestling. And now Tegan Knox is, is is starting to come, you know. She's starting to come along. Dakota Kai, I mean, holy shit. Dakota Kai is coming along. We're about to get Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai at, at, at the next takeover. Whenever that is, I would assume in August, you know, the day before SummerSlam. 
if they decide to do back-to-back takeovers or they just book Wednesday night like a takeover special, which I wouldn't do. I would do takeover Saturday, have takeover go back to Saturdays, even though takeovers are on Sundays now, which is weird. You know, but SummerSlam is going to be on Sunday. So have takeover be on Saturday, go back to Saturday takeover, or make it Friday takeover. Friday takeover was great. Takeover 25 was Friday takeover, I think. Wasn't it? Friday takeover or takeover 25, right? I think it was. I think it was. So have TakeOver on Friday or Saturday, right? Have SummerSlam on Sunday. And there you go. I don't know. But hopefully by August we can have, you know, some type of fucking crowds. But Florida, I mean, you can't do it in Florida, man. I mean, like, it, it, like at least go somewhere where they're, like, allowing crowds back. I mean, Boston, damn... I mean, I'm not sure what they're doing about Boston, but, you know, we already know what the outcome's going to be. We already know that they're not doing SummerSlam and the stadium or arenas is in the performance center. In terms of TakeOver, TakeOver's going to be a full sale. Or maybe they do it like, another arena. I'm not sure, man. But I don't know. No clue. But, um, yeah, uh, a good match run by a crappy ending. Again, crazy, right? Not, like, completely wrong, but... You know, nonetheless. All right. Uh, and that wants to the matters that I just couldn't give a shit about if I was told to give a shit about it. McIntyre's a Ziggler. Now, this stipulation wasn't even chosen, but this is where I went to go eat. So I think I missed the first 10 minutes of this match. But apparently, I caught on very quickly. Um, apparently, the stipulation was... McIntyre cannot use anything, right? He can't use anything of some sort. Hold on. Because like now, now I have to look up the stipulation. Because when both Ziggler and McIntyre were out, the ref was counting. But Ziggler had weapons, right? He used everything. But, you know, the, the, the fucking ref is still counting. So I'm, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure, so I gotta look. Hold on, give me two seconds. Are you kidding me? Results winners were great. Okay, here, yeah. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Close this eye for an eye. You kidding me? Where's, where's this? Yeah, deep finish. Trash. Alright. Uh, so let's see here. So Ziggler announced a lopsided match stipulation. Okay, so he had extreme rules for himself. Right? And only the WWE Champion would change hands if McIntyre was counted out or disqualified. And he still lost the damn match. I mean, oh, how the fuck do you book that stipulation for yourself and still lose? I mean, come on now. This is repeat of what happened last year, right? He came back after, you know, not being on TV for God knows how long. Since like the Rumble maybe or since WrestleMania. I'm not even sure, but he took a long break. A pretty, pretty long break. It was like four or five months, six months. He comes back. Fused with Kofi, loses, comes back again. I believe it was at Money in the uh, 
I'm not even freaking sure. It was it was um um it was like it was like a steel cage I believe they had. It was like it was so weird. But like he comes back and is thrown into the world title picture without even doing anything, right? To warn it. After being off TV for God knows how long, loses both matches, and then he's just right back to relevancy again. Same shit happened here. Zayler not on TV for God knows how long, comes back, gets a championship match to fucking. Uh, I didn't even know the storyline in here. I, I I truly didn't know the storyline. They they were trying to build this like, oh yeah, do like former tag team, blah blah blah. Best friends turn better enemies. I'm like, no, not even close. So he books extreme rules for himself. Right? And McIntyre can lose in three different ways. Like the championship in three different ways. Pinfall, count out, DQ. And Ziggler still loses the match. If that's if if that is not telling of what this company thinks of Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, you bring him back, you give him the stipulate, you give him that stipulation, and he still loses. I mean, come on. That is two middle fingers. Two middle fingers of Dolph Ziggler. It's insane. How do you... <sighs> Dolph Ziggler's a loser. He's a loser. Just like Humberto Correa, loser. Lo loses every match. The uh, stable of Andrade used to be Austin Theory and uh, Andrew Garza lost every single match. Every single match up until Randy Orton came up. So maybe we get Legacy 2.0. Maybe we get Legacy 2.0. Too creative for WWE though. It's just a little tease. So yeah, stables don't have the best look in our modern day WWE. Let me tell you, you will lose every match, you know? See... This is the criteria now, right? You lose every single match and you get championship shot. I know, just act like, you know, like the two-on-one handicap match with Miz and Morrison versus Strowman. That was stupid. Right? Just ask every Alexa Bliss freaking title run. Loses every match and gets a freaking title shot. You know? It's, it's weird. It's weird. So this wasn't even built up good, um, Ziggler gave himself extreme rules, implications, still lost, he's a loser, and he's been a loser for a better part of his career, I mean, I mean, even his world title run wasn't even special, let's be honest, wasn't special whatsoever, I don't know, uh, McIntyre wins Claymore kick after um Ziggler tried to you know tune up the band and he got Claymore mid move one two three over McIntyre wins can, can we can we can we please get McIntyre meaningful feud and match for some reason man please I beg of you because I'm starting to you know I'm <laughs> I'm starting to lose interest I don't know I think like a lot of people are starting to realize you know it's, you know, he uh gotten he got you know Rollins at the first interview. Bobby Lashley and now Ziggler. I mean, I'm, come on now. Anyway, uh, main event. If if you want to call this a main event, 
I'm not sure what the hell you all are. This is a swamp fight, swamp match, swamp, swamp confrontation, swamp segment, swamp, whatever. Uh, Strowman versus Wyatt and Bray Wyatt. This is, this is, this is like, you know, the Bray Wyatt that he killed dead. You know, dead in the water, Bray Wyatt. You know, they couldn't have him beat John Cena at WrestleMania 30 when, you know, he was the hottest he's ever been. Literally the hottest Bray Wyatt that year. He loses, and that was the match that literally killed him dead. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. He beats Daniel Bryan at the Rumble and loses to Cena at WrestleMania? Come on, bro. You couldn't have him go over Cena. Well, Ducina was doing nothing anyway. Rusev loses to Cena at WrestleMania. Rusev then done after that. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. But this is Strowman versus old Bray Wyatt. And this was um from the reports that I heard earlier. This took, what, six or seven hours, seven, eight hours. And a lot of the ideas were Bray Wyatt's. Vincent Mann had no hand in this match. So why was it still Ash? I mean, I do respect Bray Wyatt and his ideas. You know, he has a lot of good ideas. Those, those like first like six, seven, eight, five hours the oh, wow, Firefly Funhouse segments were oh, whew, they were fire. They were really good. Um, uh, cinematic. Uh, if I'm comparing this to the Funhouse matches, this was nowhere near that. I mean. I do like, I did like, you know, the effects they use and, you know, like certain aspects, but I'm not even sure what to talk about in this match because, you know, there wasn't much match, there wasn't much fight. Uh, so Strowman comes up, he pulls up in his little uh, truck, whatever the f he was in, right? He gets out, Bray Wyatt's in a little rocking chair, you know, rocking chair, really, like, you know, rocking, you know, back and forth, ha 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 ha. As he says, I'm home, Bray, I'm blah blah blah, right? He says, I'm home. Wyatt disappears, lights go out, and then uh, Strowman picks up the rocking chair, throws it at a wall. Ironically, the wall said, enter here, right? Crazy, right? So, dumbass Ron Strowman enters, and he gets attacked by a bunch of whatever the fucks was attacking him. I'm not sure if they were ninjas or fucking uh, crooks or thugs. I'm not sure. But, um, he fights him off, and then a clone, like, like a Ron Strowman clone comes up with, like, a giant pole or, like, a lead pipe, and then, bam! Wax current Roger Roman in the face, you know, screen goes black, and now he's tied up to a chair with like Wyatt is over there talking to him, blah 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 blah. Now, I was barely paying attention to this because I'm like, okay, I like this, I like you know, some of the cinematic aspects, but I'm not sure, <laughs> I'm not even sure what to even think about this, you know. I mean, this is, six, I mean, six to seven hours for that, well, really. I mean, I'm not even sure what to say. Um, so Strowman's tired of the tear. Bray Wyatt is just giving him a fucking Martin Luther King speech. I'm like, Jesus. This is built up like a movie. Like, you know, you know. Listen, I get it. I watch movies. We all watch movies. I, you know, I think, you know, horror movies. You know, we all watch horror movies. We all know what they were trying to do. But I'm not sure why it was really necessary, you know? Like, Strowman or Taker and AJ Styles didn't sit there for, like, 49 minutes and, like, talk to one another. So, I'm not sure why we got the whole thing here. But, I, you know, again, I do 
I do respect the ending, you know, little Friday the 13th ending, little spoof Friday vs. Jason spoof. Loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I expected this match to be lights out. No pun intended. No pun intended. And it wasn't. It wasn't. So, uh, so I guess what had happened was it was like all like, you know, like dream or like a nightmare. And then Strowman wakes back up in like the middle where he's on fire. And, like, you know, you know, um, he, he wakes up next to like a fire, right? So he's fighting off more like these ninjas or like whatever the fuck they are, right? And now why it comes into the picture, you know, they start brawling and brawling and brawling and brawling and brawling. I mean, there's really not much to talk about here. It's like not much really added. So I'm just going to skip towards the end where, you know, they're fighting towards the lake. Now, I didn't, I didn't, I did not get a glue the first time. So I, so I you know, I kind of had to rewatch what happened. But they're fighting on like this lake front, right? Fighting, 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 training shots, and this, this is and that. Wyatt's trying to get Strowman down into the lake, you know, trying to push him into the lake, and then, you know, Strowman, you know, just, you know, big as hell, you know, just overpowers him. And then Strowman ends up throwing Wyatt into the lake. I'm like, okay, match over. Great. Right? But then, this is what I like. This is what I like the most about this. Comes up, hand out of the water, drags Strowman Gets him by the neck, pulls him into the water, right? And then the fiend comes popping up out of the thing, out of the lake, also Friday the 13th type stuff. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And that was the only good part of the match. That's it. I mean, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not really going to sit here and break down this trash-ass match any longer. It was a swamp fight that really wasn't much of a fucking fight. It was more of a swamp talk. Swamp conversation, swamp fucking opera, whatever you want to call it. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So, yeah. Fiend comes out, which is good. Love the visual of the Fiend. And, yeah, we're getting Fiend versus Strowman. Like, everybody and their mom predicted that SummerSlam. And then Fiend kind of predicted that. That ending to the match. Or the post credit scene. Whatever you, whatever you want to call it. I'm done. If I was to rate this fucking pay-per-view out of 10, it gets a fucking 3 out of 10. Trash. It was, it was it was literally pure trash. There was not one good match that I thoroughly enjoyed outside of Oscar and Sasha Banks, except it had an absolutely trash finish. I'm done. If I were to give it a letter grade, it's a D minus. If I were to give it a GPA, I'll give it a 2. Uh, you know, nah, 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 nah. I'm just... I'm just, you know, completely just, completely just overblowing things. Anyway, this is your Shrivels Review. This pay-per-view fucking sucked. Let's hope SummerSlam is better, even though SummerSlam has been horrible for the better part of a decade. I don't, I don't know what, I'm not even sure anymore about this. You know, these shows, you know, if they don't put no effort into making them good, why the fuck should we put effort in them in watching or put effort in talking good about it? If then you have fans complaining about fans complaining about the show. Don't get it. It was trash. Anyway, I'm done. I'm out of here. Um, Friday will be uh probably. Hold on. What's today? It's Monday. God damn it, man! This coronavirus thing got me thinking. Today is fucking Sunday or Saturday. I'm I'm not even sure what day it is anymore. I mean, coronavirus and pandemic. 
Jim's opening back up in Philly. So, Jim, listen, Philly's good over here, man. Philly's good. You know, hopefully. You know, hopefully get fans back at these shows. But, you know, it it wouldn't make the fucking shows, bro. Let's be honest, dude. These people suck. They suck. These shows suck. Everything sucked. The main event sucked. Every title match sucked. Damn near the sec damn near the worst pay-per-view of the year. I'm done. I'm out of here. Yo, if you guys want to subscribe, we feed we uh, you know, post, you know, mad MLB, you know, Call of Duty stuff like that. You know, we're a thousand subs. We just hit a thousand subs, you know, just like a couple weeks ago. So like your boy trying to grow in there. So subscribe to me on YouTube, follow me on Twitter, Instagram at Reed Feeds. Um and the next time I will the next time we'll do this, it's probably on Friday where we'll do like a little wrap up thing and we'll you know we'll talk about a lot of things. And uh yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So uh yeah, we'll try to make this, you know, maybe three times a week. Or we'll just stick to every Friday for now, because you know start another one of these things, you know, with a you know, IRL. Uh, we're going to talk about sports gaming and all that stuff. So hopefully we get that started. Uh, you know, we'll get that up as well. Uh, well, until then, peace. If you sucked, WWE, get better. And, uh, Brock Strowman, just be blocking on Twitter. You piece of shit. I'm out of here.